0: Welcome to the Money Pig Podcast, brought to you by Goodwin Investment Advisory, where our mission is to lead people to financial peace, independence, and generosity. I'm your host, Reed Trigo, and today on the show, we're joined by Joe Beckford, certified financial planner, for a discussion about our investor's guide to the sandwich generation, which you can find on our website at goodwininvestment.com. Joe, always great to have you here. Reed, thanks for having me back. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, it's awesome. I always love getting smarter when you're in the room. So here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Way to build my ego. That's you, always a good start. Yeah, there you go. I should have like the applause. Um, there, there you go. Look at the crowd. Our studio
1: audience. Everybody needs canned applause. I
0: love that. <laughs> we're here for you. All right. So today we're going to talk about the sandwich sandwich generation. Easy for me to say. It's not, though. It's not a happy conversation sometimes. This is difficult right here. We're going to talk about things people don't talk about today. Right, right. It's not only not easy for you to say, it's not easy for somebody to do. No. And yet there are so
1: many people in that boat.
0: Yeah, and you are, of our advisor, you're a very compassionate guy. So I thought you would be a great guy to have on to talk about this very, very difficult topic.
1: Oh, thanks, Ray. Okay, so
0: tell us what the sandwich generation is. So technically what that means is, you know, you picture yourself in the middle
1: and uh, you are a parent of children and your parents are still living. And you have found yourself in the awkward situation where you're not only taking care of
0: your children, but also taking care of your parents. Yeah. This would have been more fun if they called it the Oreo generation. Right? Wouldn't it? That was so rude. Here I am. Yeah. This so, would be great. So one, one thing people don't talk about is the club
1: sandwich. These are the really happy people. So they are taking care of their adult parents, their children, and maybe even their grandchildren. Grandchildren. Oh yes. That's golly. the club sandwich. That's
0: not the club that I want to be in. No, that's a difficult one too. Right. Oh my golly. Okay. So, so this sandwich generation thing, I, my, I think it comes with a lot of guilt. One, just talking about it and thinking about it personally that can create some guilt. But I think people go through this um, as they're kind of walking through this phase in life, right? Sure.
1: Sure. I mean, it's just normal, right? We're all aging and it, it it just happens. It's just normal thing. And we have to care for our aging population. And one day we're going to be the aging population.
0: Yeah. So in a few minutes, we're going to talk about what we can do about that. Right. As financial advisors are just kind of like in some cases, life advisors, sure. Right. But just to talk about some of the difficult things that people deal with here in this sandwich generation dilemma, which it's a lot of people are are somewhere in this. Either um, people our age are either helping their elderly parents or are supporting their children, right? Some what did you read 60 percent something like that yeah, so the group that are affected and it, it reaches down into even
1: young people like you think of millennials and you know we have lots of, lots of uh, euphemisms, funny and not about mm-hmm. millennials, yeah. but mm-hmm. they're finding themselves in this situation they're the, the, the uh, twenty seven to forty two year olds and then you got the Gen Xers and then the boomers are all facing that situation so um, research from the Pew Charitable Trust shows that forty to sixty percent of parents are currently taking care of and or helping a child oh, and or goodness. their parents wow that doesn't mean you're a hundred percent but to some level but i mean there are plenty of people that you know the burden is all on them
0: mm-hmm. in the millionaire next door is the author thomas stanley is that right. his name yeah right. he talks about economic outpatient care and parents <laughs> are taking care of their children their are grown adult children right right and yeah, i get it i it happens. All right. So, um, things that we look for in the sandwich generation when we're in the middle, we're the the cream filling of the Oreo. Shall we? Shall we say mm-hmm. we're bringing some levity to a t- tough topic? Right. Absolutely. Okay. Here we go. So, living options. At some point, parents, your parents can get can run into trouble living on their own in their house, and that is a really difficult situation that a fall or something can create this. And so then they look at independent living, assisted living, other options, maybe moving in with their kids. Mm -hmm. If that scenario could possibly work, there are a lot of things to consider if they're going to move in to um, your home. A lot of people think, well, there's an in-law basement, but there's a lot of stairs probably too, right? Absolutely. that, That can make it complicated, but there's a lot of things about that. We think about healthcare, um, how that's going to be taken care of with Medicare, long-term care insurance, which is an entire separate podcast right. we could do. Right, but, right, And then there's this PACE. I, I just learned about PACE, P-A-C-E. What was that yeah, again? that
1: stands for the Program of All-Inclusive Care for the Elderly. Okay. Uh, it's actually a government-run program. It's available to many more people than you might think. Mm-hmm. You can get a lot of information. If you just uh, Google, capital P-A-C-E, it's probably the first thing that's going to come up, and it's on the Medicaid.gov website. But it pres- provides you with a lot of resources about uh in-home health care. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned independent living. Mom and dad want to stay in their house. Well, who doesn't want to stay in their house, right? So just because mom and dad need some help with um, activities of daily living, they call them ADLs, right? Maybe you can get some nursing care to come in uh, once, twice a week or something like that. And surprisingly, you can get a lot of help with that on your own. So you might be coordinating that, but just remember you're not 100% responsible for that. You know, the first option doesn't have to be, well, I'm going to take care of mom and dad. They need to move in with me and it's my obligation because it's not necessarily. And it actually might not be the best for them to even do that. So, you know, when you're considering, you mentioned that guilt thing earlier, like, oh, I got to take care of mom and dad or aunt uncle or whoever it ends up being that you're taking care of, you do. And I, I mean, that's, that's a noble thing to do, but that doesn't mean they have to live in your house. Mm. It might not be best for you, it might not be best for them either. And there are a lot
0: of options and a lot of resources. So I love it. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So the other thing related to healthcare is some of the healthcare documents that are really, really important. And we we talk to our clients when they're, you know, 30s, 40s, however old they are, and they will healthcare directive power of attorney. You got all that in place? And and over and over, yes, <clears throat> people do or are getting that. But often it's, yeah, we're getting that in place because it's a hard conversation. You got to sit down and talk about your your demise or whatever with your spouse and what's going to happen and who's going to make decisions. And my wife and I started that process and probably sat on it for four years one time. So I get why people don't want to talk about it. But those kind of documents are really important too. Absolutely. And I would say, um, you know, in in your case, for sure, you just need your estate documents wrapped up.
1: I mean, one of the best things that you can do for your family, if you want to love on your family, is make sure your estate documents are together. And you brought it together. Like, you know, we live in Georgia. The primary three documents are will, durable power of attorney, Georgia Advanced Health Directive. That You know, lots of states call that a living will or something like that. You just take that burden off of your family members when you have those things. But when you're specifically taking care of your parents, durable power of attorney is mega important. You know, think about it. You're taking care of your mom and you take her to the doctor or whatever, and you call the hospital and you want to know the test results, guess what? They don't talk to you. They talk to mom. So it's really important that if you are named as the uh, power of attorney, that you have that document and you should probably just carry one with you. You know, I'm going to the hospital. I'm going to the doctor. I'm asking questions or whatever that you have that, that you can share with people because it is your right. And I mean, you're advocating for a loved one and you need to have that on you. Your parents might not even think about having that done, but mm-hmm. it's necessary.
0: Yeah, that's the way you set yourself up so that you get that surprise call or or heck, even a husband and wife. You get a surprise call. You know, we've got to make healthcare decisions. Yeah, Ooh, or stop. anything, anything. Stop. Financial decisions, decisions right. healthcare decisions, all the things. All right, awesome. <clears throat> so that's all the hard part about this. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Maybe what people can do to prepare a little bit better for when they enter this stage, if they're going to, but a lot of us do. Well, it's a great question when you start thinking like, um, hopefully, hopefully that
1: doesn't end up happening to you. But I mean, the reality is, even if you're not there financially or you're not the living responsibility, you're there for emotional support for your parents and your children. So everybody is going to find themselves in this situation to some degree. And it's stressful. And so I think the best way that you can take care of yourself is to take care of yourself, is self-care, right? So people will tell you, oh, you should take care of yourself and you should watch what you eat. You should exercise and you should this and you should that. And those are all true, but they're really especially true. I always like to use that analogy around an airplane, right? When we're flying on an airplane, what do the flight attendants always tell you? And we zone out, but we're thinking – should we lose cabin pressure, you put on your oxygen mask before your children or anything else. That is because you can't help anybody if you're unconscious. You can't do anything if you're sick, you're in the hospital. You need to take care of yourself. And so that that comes in forms of physical, mental, spiritual, and financial, right? Physical, you got to exercise, you got to sleep, you got to eat right, maybe do some yoga, stretch yourself out. Uh, On the mental side, do some meditation. If you're in the thick of this, it's rough. And there is no shame in getting a counselor and getting some help to lean on for that. Actually, I think that's a source of strength. So, I mean, do that. Exercise your spiritual muscles. And having a really strong faith life is really going to help you go through that process as well. And then finally is financial. Probably one of the best gifts that you can give your family is maybe be the last of the sandwich
0: generation. That's solid right there.
1: A lot of people are taking care of their parents because their parents didn't plan well, you know, and that, I mean, it is what it is, but here we are. And could we have done something better if we'd gone back in time 20 years ago and your parents had maybe made some different decisions, would we be in a different situation today?
0: Especially financially. Especially financially. There's probably all others too, but so we we would talk about financially. Because I think about, I've met with saving clients and, oh, they, um, you know, their parents maybe weren't great financial planners and maybe struggling now they're providing some outpatient (laughs) economic support. Right. Right. But where's that leaving them for their long-term planning and where's that going to put them when they're ready to retire because they're pouring a lot of money into supporting parents. Yeah. And we hear, we hear that from, from
1: individuals that like, you know, well, I'm delaying my retirement (sighs) or I'm taking money that I would be, socking away for my retirement and I'm having to take care of somebody else, well, you're perpetuating the problem, right? You're perpetuating the cycle at that point. And so getting your own house in order is probably one of the best gifts that you can give not only yourself, but the generation that's coming behind you that you're going to be leaning
0: on. Sometimes we sit there and like, well, at least we're kicking the ball down the road. (laughs) Right? I don't know. It's, we're making progress, yeah, right, I think. <laughs> at least it's not our problem. I don't, I don't want to joke about it. But <clears throat> I could see, if I were sitting across from a couple, them making the best decision in that moment that they know how to make. Mm-hmm. Because the closer you get to a problem, the more complex it becomes. Sure. Right? They're making the best decision they think they can make at that moment. And it's, some of these things are just so hard. So this is one sandwich generation conversation it is one I mean there's not there's not easy answers at all like I said if if
1: I could give anybody any advice it would be just take care of yourself mm-hmm. set boundaries around what you need for a healthy living because the only way you're gonna help people over the long haul is if you're here for the long haul and you're healthy you know that's right Joe thanks very much for being yeah. on the show today thanks for having us I wish I had like a an easy answer but not on this one. This isn't this isn't a problem. This is just life. Yeah, you know? is, that's right. This is this is just life and we just navigate it as best we can as we go.
0: It's like gravity. It just exists. <laughs> it just exists. And we yeah, we're here for it. All right. So, and as financial advisors, we manage and rebalance portfolios. It's kind of what we do, but the unique value that we offer is that we work to understand our clients' individual goals so that we can have these types of very personal, very unique planning conversations with each individual. So again, Joe, thanks for being with us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you all for joining us. We'll see you next time on the Money Pig Podcast.
1: The Money Pick Podcast is hosted by Reed Trigo, a financial advisor at Goodwin Investment Advisory. This podcast is intended to share information and perspectives, but should not be interpreted as legal, financial, or tax advice. The opinions shared by participants are not necessarily endorsed by the company. Goodwin Investment Advisory is regulated by the SEC and the company operates in compliance with applicable securities laws and regulations.